Pajje Finiki and I'm punching on with the Armchair Champions. Welcome to the Armchair Champions podcast, your midweek sports fix and barroom banter with your hosts, Captain Crackers, Sheriff Unit and Viper. G'day champions and welcome to episode one of season four. We are the Armchair Champions and champions, thanks to Barking Dog Marketing, have we got a bloody good guest coming on today to get this bell sounded for season four. Jeff Fernick, three-time world boxing champion is joining us as well as young gun Brock Jarvis. Bloody hell, he was good in December too and he absolutely made mincemeat of the magic man. Really looking forward to having a chat to the boys. And champions, we're going to be giving you the opportunity for a mate and yourself to join us on Super Bowl Day at Adonahue's Hotel, Emu Plains, right next to the train station too, so easy transport. Going to be a bloody good day of that one too. The details on how you can win it will be in this podcast. But thanks to Bottoms Up New South Wales, it's time to make traffic fun again as I introduce the panel for today. Now the lady on the left of me has just come back from uh, school this week. (laughs) How is Cancun? Welcome, Crackers. Thanks. Hi, champions. Yeah, I wish I was 18. Oh, I reckon. How good would that be again? <laughs> I never got to do that. Yeah, but it's COVID. Can't go anywhere anyway. Yeah, oh, I reckon. Yeah, I didn't go to schoolies either. I was a good girl. I did. It was awful. <laughs> <laughs> now, we're introducing another bloke who's uh, a bigger pain in the heart than the actual Broncos player. How are you going, <laughs> unit? <laughs> Stay away from those coppers. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for that, Captain. Uh, yeah, what a pain in the ass for the new coach, uh, Kevy, on that. Yeah. <laughs> Where's he go from there? Yeah, hi. What do you say? Because that family's a bit of a hothead family. Yeah. They uh, know how to ooh get yeah. you under the uh, what do you call it? Short and curlies. He's, <laughs> he's off to a flyer, isn't he? Like no, yeah, last season, it was shit going on in Bali. Yeah. 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 You reckon they'll be playing McDonald's, getting ordered from the month? <laughs> yeah. Now moving on to the next panelist, who's um, just found out that Drew. Reese is probably going to retire and thinks he might fill in for one year at the Saints. How are you going, Viper? I'm going good, and how good are my Packers going? Yeah, oh, we're baby. Off, we're off to Super Bowl. There's nothing going to stand in our oh, way next really? week. Big call. Oh, yeah, There's but... one person stepping in the way, and that's Brady. Brady. Oh, yeah. Brady. Brady. No, Brady's got nothing compared to A-Rod, <laughs> apart, apart from a handful of rings. <laughs> Six maybe, of them Maybe two, uh, two handfuls he's, he's got five more Now let, you, let me introduce you to the boy That uh, comes from the dogs of boredom uh, To uh, the dogs of war again. Yeah um, How Captain, good uh, you must be sitting pretty With mm-hmm. your dogs Just buying up all the top players oh, at the moment. Mate, getting I'm everybody, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. And the best thing about it, we just need the halfback and he's coming next year. <laughs> Come on, Panthers, release him this year. We'll be top eight if you do. <laughs> you already got about half a dozen halfbacks. How many do you need? Some good ones. Yeah. <laughs> to start with. I'm actually excited to see how they go. I think they're going to go good. I think we'll be mixing it around the top eight. I don't know if we'll get in the top eight, but we certainly... Sure as shit won't be coming second last. <laughs> let, let, let me assure you, you're not going to be in that lackluster bottom half. Uh, yeah. I hope so. As you know, I'll be the captain, so let's get this ship started. I'm on A former legend in Jeff Fennick hopes to add to his resume. Fennick, the former IBF Bantamweight champion, 
and the WBC Super Bantamweight Champion and WBC Featherweight Champion. He is as big a star as you get in Australia. He was the 1985 Male Athlete of the Year, very popular in Australia. All right, champions, it's time to get our first guest on for Season 4, and what a good guest to get on. This guy, you can't get much better. He's a three-time boxing world champion. He's in the Boxing Hall of Fame. Welcome to the Armchair Champions, Jeff Benick. Hey, hey Jeff. Hello, Hello Jeff. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Pleasure to be here again. Uh, lovely talking to you guys. Yeah, now we appreciate talking to you too, mate. Um, geez, what a good uh, month December was for yourself and uh, young Brock Jarvis. What a bloody good fight. Yeah, no, it was a great fight, great performance by Brock. He got the performance of the year from the Australian Boxing Federation. Uh, he's oh, just man. been rated number six in the world by the IBF. Oh, I think 14 or 15 from the WBO. So, um, look, upwards and onwards for Brock. He's working hard, and that's what happens when you work hard and you don't go out there and mouth off. Brock's one of those kids that just lets his fist do the talking, and I'm very, very proud of him. Now, just on that, um, the, the rankings themselves, I believe the number two spot is vacant in the IBF. So does that mean Brock's really number five? Well, no, it means that yeah, within two fights he could be at number one or two and um, yeah. uh, ready to fight for the title. So it's very exciting. Um, Jeff, it's Crackers here. I don't know a whole lot about boxing. Can you explain to me how a position two can be vacant? Uh, it just means that um, somebody who was there might, might, may have um, moved up in weight or um, something else had happened to him, and, they, and there's a couple of vacant positions, so that's all. But um, I'm sure they'll be filled very soon, and um, yeah, um, hopefully um, Brock will be you know, up there in one of those number one or two positions by, by the end of this year. So, Jeff, uh, what, what have you got lined up or plan in the planning for, for Brock coming up? Well, there's another Aussie guy who's called him out a few times by the name of Joy Alexander, yeah. another undefeated young boxer who's, I think, number two in the featherweights. And, um, you know, we've, we've told um, our promoter, Dean Lonigan, and our matchmaker, Stuart Duncan, to, to chase him up, and we're more than uh, more than happy to fight him. So we're just waiting to, um, you know, to get some clarification. Now, is featherweight Brock's going to be Brock's uh, fighting weight? Because he did move down to this weight for the last fight. Well, he moved up from Super Bantamweight. He was a Super Bantamweight Youth World Champion. Yeah. So he went up a weight. And, um, yeah, at the moment, this is um, what we're making comfortable. But um, with Brock, um, he's getting bigger and stronger and growing. So we just got to take it uh, a fight at a time. I'll tell you what, he is looking bloody ripped too. Like when we saw him go into the ring there against um, the Magic Man, definitely no magic happening there. He got his ass handed to him. But um, he's a good young kid and he seems very switched on, Brock. He's He knows where to go and how to do it and just how to get that bloody job done. Yeah, well, that's what it's all about. Um, like I said, he's not one of those guys who go out and mouth off like um, <laughs> the magic man did, saying he's going <laughs> to you know, treat him like a kid and beat him up. He's never fought anybody. He just goes out and... Does his job, and um, you know, I think um, you know he's a credit to the sport of boxing. Go out and take his belt. Now, now in that fight, was was it the team plan to um, concentrate on those body shots uh, from Brock? You know, to to the Magic Man. You know, serve up because, the spare ribs. You know, he, he was just smashing him, and and I think it was a late late hook that got him in that fifth round. Oh, dropped him. Yeah. Yeah, well, Brock just goes out there and fights his fight, and if um, you know that's all successful, and that means the, our opponent's fighting Brock's fight, and um, 
usually um, the guy who's doing that is victorious. And um, you know, we weren't out there early. We had a, a game plan and we stuck to it. It was um, working. Um, every round that he came back, uh, he looked to be getting stronger, Brock, and his opponent looked to be getting weaker. So we just uh, stuck at the plan and uh, that was it. In the, at the end of the fourth round, I told Brock that this is going to be around last year. Go out there and um, do the same thing. It will be over. So yeah, yep. we, were, we were very happy. So how, how's Brock pulled up after the fight? No, it's been great. We just uh, had a little bit of a, uh, a spa the other day, and um, his thumbs a bit swollen. So we're going to have some um, X-rays and some scans. He's gone there right now, and uh, hopefully everything's going to be okay. It's a little sore, but um, we'll just see what happens. We've got a great orthopedics surgeon looking at him at the moment. So that's why he's not here with me today. And, uh, we'll see what happens. Put your thinking cap on. Um, I know it's hard to predict the future, but 12 months' time, can you see him over in the US taking on some big dogs over there too? Yeah, if, if, the, um, if the international travels there, we'll be there for sure. But yeah. I think that that's without doubt. That's what we want to do, and that's um, that's our plan. So, um, uh, the, you know, just with this COVID, um, if uh, COVID clears, um, you know, we're more than happy to go and we're, we're happy to go and live over there for a year or so and, and find out of America if that's what we need to do to um, to get the cutest and to get the credit that he deserves. I just think that um, uh, slowly, slowly, we've got a great team around us, great sponsors and uh, that have been helping us. So we just wait to see what happens and we'll obviously um, be um, you know, led by our promoter, Dean Lonigan, in our team. Now, recently we had Andrew Maloney on and... Um he was talking about, you know, what happened to him over in Vegas. Yourself going through that same situation with Azuma Nelson, does it really piss you off when you see stuff like that happen? He's just like, not again. Yeah, no, look, it's, it's disappointing because it was, it was so easy to, to amend what happened on uh, the Maloney case. And mine was completely different. Like, you ought to realise, well, of course I got robbed, but I, I fought 12 hard rounds. We fought yep. 12 hard rounds between us. Um, yep. All that happened in the Maloney fight was the, the, the guys there had, had, well, thanks, uh, thanks, um, you know, to a, li- a little bit of, um, you know, what happens in boxing that if they, if, if they call it an accidental cut or accidental head clash and the fight stopped before the fourth round, it's, it's an automatic draw and, and they use that to their advantage. advantage yeah. But, th- but then we had the vision. We had the technology now to go back and look to reverse that decision. But these idiots in our sport of boxing didn't have the audacity or didn't have the balls now or they didn't have the, the foresight to make our sport and, um, you know, um, get some credibility back and, exactly. and they, they left it, which is very, very sad. Now, we also said to Andrew as well, like, with this whole COVID situation, um, Australia at the moment is in a really good spot where we can host events with crowds in certain states. Um, Would it be one of those things where you might say to, you know, a fighter over in America, hey, come over here to Australia. We've got Brock here, you know, ready to go, you know, a couple of rounds with you. Let's get it on. Um, How much would it take to get a big fight over in Australia instead of America where that can't happen? Well, like I said, um, you know, it, that, that, those kind of things are left in, in the hands of the promoters and stuff, and it all comes comes down to dollars and cents. I mean, it's easy to say that, but some of these guys over there, these champions, are they ask for lots of money, and then you you, you got to put in airfares, accommodation. So it's not it's not a cheap thing. Yeah. But and then again, if you got to the infrastructure like you're doing Lonigan and Matt Rose, these guys who are getting some government help and stuff like that, and look at. It's it's really really possible, and I think these guys overseas, uh, if, you know, they want to fight, and if it means having to come to Australia, I'm sure they'll come here, and it'll be great for Australian boxing. It'll be huge, yeah. And um, 
At the end of the last year, it's been a big, big for boxing in Australia, obviously, with uh, Brock. Brock fighting and uh, getting that win, and also uh, Tim Zhu. Um, oh, yeah, had, what a revelation! A good fight. I, I heard you on the commentary. Done well on that. Um, what did you th- What did you think of that fight? No, I just thought that um, yeah, Tim uh, Tim's just getting better and better. He's uh, such a confident guy. He's got such a great mindset. And um, look, um, you know, people always want to compare him to his dad and so on. Well, I've got an easy. I've got an easy answer that if he's half as good as his dad, he's going to be a world champion because his dad was a great. But look, like, who knows? In this day and age, he might go on to, to, to surpass his dad and everybody else. There are so many titles and stuff out there today, and he is very skillful. He's got, like I said, a great mindset. And for me, everything comes from the mind. He's a great thinker. And now, look, um, yeah, the way the way he's looked in his last couple of fights, who knows what's going to happen? The, the, the world's at his feet. It looks like a natural, doesn't it? He? he just yeah. has that ability. He just look. It comes naturally to him. I think he's a bit taller than his dad too, by, by the looks of it. So he might have a little bit of a height advantage there too. <laughs> yeah, not much more, but yeah, there's a little there. But like I said, he's just so skillful. He's, uh, he's got great speed, power. So what do you, what do you make of the uh, the the old fellas coming back and have, putting on the show fights? You know, do you, do you think that's going to be an ongoing thing? Well, what I can say is that just that uh, what what Mike Tyson's done. I mean, he's just amazing. I mean, forget about. Yeah, I'm, look, I'm, I'm, I'm not one that's going to put my hand up and say I'd like to do it because, well, I don't want to get hit at this age. It, it hurts me enough just training. But um, for Mike, <laughs> to, for, Mike to cha- for him to change his life around and uh, turn, you know, um, what he was at the end of his career and to what he's done today and helping all these people and helping all these charities and then showing the world at like 50-odd years of age that you can reform your life, you can stop using drugs, you can stop doing all these things and you can get fit and, and be healthy. And I think what he's, what he's portrayed is absolutely amazing. For sure, yeah. Mm. No, that, that's for sure. Now, um, speaking about Mike, um, he, he, he was very gracious in um, sending your, your boy Brock a, uh, a little message before yeah. his fight. Yep. Um, that was, I bet that was very special for Brock to uh, receive a message from Mike. and um, Right before it, yeah. Yeah, right before that fight. Yeah, definitely. Uh, well, certainly gave Brock a great lift and gave him a lot of confidence. And, um, you know, sometimes you're sitting in that room and you're just thinking all of a sudden that happened. My wife walked in and said, Jeff and Brock, Roy Tyson just sent you this message. And, wow, Brock was happy. He was all energetic. And, yeah, it was great. It was um, just what we needed prior to the fight. Like I said, um, I mean, that's what friends are for. Mike's a great friend of mine. And, um, you know, I'm just um, honoured to, yeah, to be able to call him a friend, you know? Yeah, for sure. Gonna ask you a hard question here. Um, I know back in the day, and I've heard you talk about it before. You told Mike Tyson, "Enough is enough, mate. You know, give boxing up for a little bit. You know, you, your heart's not in it, your head's not in it." Um, we in Australia all watched, and the world watched the recent fight between Paul Gallen and Mark Hunt. Now, if you were in Mark's Hunt corner, would you be saying the same to him? No, I would have been kicking him up the backside and saying, when you hit him, you'd have knocked him out. Yeah, Why'd you, you stop and look at him? Like, you, you, like, like I said, like I said in the commentary, then they're going to come back to bite him on the ass. Yeah, you don't, sure. you don't, you don't half hurt somebody and, and watch him and think I've hurt you once. I'm going to do it again. No, you, you, you take advantage of it and knock him straight out. But look, um, yeah, we're talking about Mark Hunt and Paul Gallon. I mean, um, you know, and, and no disrespect to Paul, he's an amazing athlete and he's done a great job. I mean, um, you know. 
Mark Hunt <laughs> has had one boxing fight in his life, and yeah. and he lost that years ago. So, but he's he's a big puncher, and everybody just wanted to feed it. It was it was a great um, promo by um, Matty Rose and the boys there, and um, yep. it was built well. And look, um, it sold great. And uh, yeah, people want to watch Paul Gallen either win or get or get knocked out. So, um, yeah, that's <laughs> what yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what it's watching, about. Can't believe watching him against Barry Hall, and that goes to a draw, and Barry hasn't fought since he was about 18. And then, yeah, steps in a ring with a UFC fighter of Mark Hunt's calibre who can punch and knock you out any time, and it was just like, wow. Yeah, you got it's it. just weird. Yeah, because everybody's got to realise that Paul Gallen's um, an amazing athlete. He is. He's just somebody who... Um, Look, um, who, 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 who doesn't, who doesn't throw the tail in? He, uh, yeah. he, he's willing to take any it has to, to, to prove that he can do what he's doing. I, I, I was pretty lucky a few years ago. I, I trained him for a little bit um, while he was doing okay. his boxing and, and wow, man, he gives you 120% every time and he does that, you know, when he gets in the ring and, you know, people are thinking, although, and Mark Hunt was 46 or 47, what he was, he knocked Paul out, but he didn't, and that's to yeah. Paul's credit, because, you know, Paul just hung in there. There was, there was a couple of occasions there where Paul could have said, oh, I'm going to take a knee, I'm going to get out of here, because, you know, but that's just not Paul Gallon. Paul Gallon's a winner. He just mm-hmm. keeps going, He's yeah. He's a workhorse. So if he, if he, uh, a couple of the those sort of fellas decided they wanted to, to get a little bit serious and have a, a few goes at that, would you be interested in helping them? Oh, man, it's like... I would train um, people just to make sure they were were properly prepared and not 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 to get hurt. Because I I look at them, you know, the sports that I'm in, and at fifty and fifty five, and it's not it's not a great thing to be getting hit in the head or get be getting hit anywhere. To be honest, you know, yeah, this is true. <laughs> yeah, I'm not putting my hand up for it. Mate, um, with Australian boxing, as I said, it's got a, a lot of legs going for it at the moment. We've got some good young fighters, like we said, the Milani boys before, and. Um, you know, young Brock Jarvis. We got, you know, Tim Zuz, Liam Wilson. We got Liam Paro. We got some great fighters. Yeah. Who, who's Joy Joy Patea? Who, who's the next young kid that you've got your eye on that you think, yeah, he, he's going to do something? Well, I think that Liam Wilson is, is, is an amazing talent. Like we just had, um, we just had Justin Sooney um, yeah. in his first fight win the win the Australian heavyweight title, which is. Um, Unheard of. So, you know, we've got some great talent and Jaro Patea is so skillful. So we've got so much talent. It's just about getting them at, at, uh, to the, to where they've got to be at the right time, not rushing them and uh, making sure that yeah, everything's good. Now, on another side note, mate, you've got the Standing 8 podcast, and I must admit, I'm a massive fan. I watch it religiously when it comes up. Um, I like the Cole Sandlin's one. I, I know he's a good mate of yours, Cole, and it was just so refreshing to see him just in a room with you guys amongst friends without the golden mic and all that, and seeing a different side to him. That was really good. Yeah, like, I'm pretty blessed um, that Cole's been a very, very close friend of mine for a a number of years, and um, he was very relaxed, and there was no stupid questions or um, sneaky questions. It was just uh, a local at home sitting on the lounge having a talk, which was really refreshing. I think the John Ibrahim one was also a great one. That's been our most popular one. Um, John's been uh, pretty popular. But then all the the sporting people are the same. It's not – we're not bringing to the – to my house to, to try to embarrass them or to, you know, no, we just want them to no. relax, enjoy themselves and then, um, yeah, let us know, um, you know, how they're going today and 
what made them so great um, when they were performing. Even the Mark Buros one, um, yeah, Buros was great. I, I enjoyed that one too. Such a knowledgeable guy. Yeah, Mark, one of my, like I said, one of my dear friends. Um, having him on the on the podcast was um, sensational, and having him as a friend and training him a couple of times a week and having dinner with him has certainly made me a better and much much uh, wiser and smarter person. It's um, I've learned something in my career later. It's, it's great to have good people around you, and I've oh, got I've sure. got a good team around me. I've seen your pad. It's very nice. Yeah, it's a nice joint. Um, all right, put your thinking cap on. Um, what's one guest that you'd love to interview on Standing Eight podcast? One guest. Um, uh, anyone? Actor, businessman, sportsman. Uh, Rachel Hunter. Really? <laughs> oh, I'm a great. I'm a, I think that she's. I've read some stories on her. What a great mum she is, and now she'll because she's so beautiful. She doesn't even have photos of herself on the wall. She doesn't want really? her beautiful children competing or thinking that you know anything other than they're all beautiful. I think that she's a real special person. So yeah, I'd, I would. I like to talk to people like that that are um, you know not really um, self conscious or yep. don't think about themselves. They think about others, and like yeah. So yeah. Uh, yeah, I, would, I would love to talk to her. And Jeff, you've got three kids. Do they enjoy boxing, or have, have any of them sort of wanted to get into it? Uh, my young, my son, when he was young, uh, has done everything. But um, so, but no, he's um, thank God. I'm, I would have loved him too, but um, I was never the pushy dad that said you know to, to box or to do anything. So my son, yeah, he just has got a job. My youngest. Daughter Kayla, I don't know if you guys don't see her on Instagram. She's like two hundred and fifty thousand followers or something. She's, you know, she sings as well. And Cole, yeah, yeah, Cole like yeah. Cole's is her is her manager. And um, uh, yeah, she can she can fight, she can box, but um, I wouldn't like to to even let them or for me to even think they had to go through what I went through. So yeah. again, I don't push my kids. Maybe I'm, um, you know, I've spoiled them a little, but um, you know, I'm I'm happy with um the way they've all turned out. They're beautiful. My oldest daughter Jessie's just married and got her first house, so everything's great. Everything's beautiful. It's great. Now speaking on that marriage, um, it was you know pretty well documented and all over the um TV screens when you know you felt ill all overseas. One that would have been a massive bloody wake up call to anyone to say. What am I doing over here? I'm in someone else's country in their hospital. Don't know what's going on. But two, to get back for your daughter's wedding to walk it down the aisle. How good's that? It was. It was. A, it was a wake up call to wake up. Um, hmm. Had I not got. Had I gotten a rush to hospital that day, um, I wouldn't have. Thought, well, I wouldn't have been here today. But um, yeah. so I thank my friends for um, getting the ambulance to come to my room because I told them not to. And then yeah, yeah and then I just yeah, it was just me being typical Jeff. And they told me that I wouldn't be able to leave the. Hostel for six or seven weeks. In about nine days, I jumped on a plane and got one of the doctors from um, Thailand to jump on a plane with me and had um, an ambulance that picked me up from the airport. And the next day, I went to my daughter's wedding, but I was in hospital for a few more days uh, while I was in Australia until I am um, fully recovered. And uh, yeah, I just didn't want to miss my daughter's wedding. It was my eldest daughter, and I wanted to make sure I was there for her. So, so once a fighter, always a fighter. Hey? Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> it's in the yeah, well, you know, it would have been pretty embarrassing for me if I didn't walk my my, my first daughter down the aisle. So, yeah, for sure. All, all the all the, the boxes are ticked, and um, hopefully it's not going to happen to me again. Um, hopefully I'll be nice and healthy for anything else that comes. Now, one last thing before we wrap it up, mate. Um, we ask everyone that comes on the podcast about. You know, being, they're all sports stars in their own right, in their own field. Um, being sledged. Now, we had big, you know, big Daddy Brown, big Lucas on, and um, he said the best sledge he got was um, called a big tattooed penis. 
Um, <laughs> what's one of the best ledgers you've heard around the boxing ring that for? Yeah, okay, I'll pay that. That's all right. Mm, yeah, like I said, um, I'm not into the sledging. Well, unless my, I just let my fist do the talking. All these people, <laughs> these people in the box, and they stand up, they stare at you at weigh-ins, and they, they think by looking at you mean that they're going to beat you in a fight. No, I'm just... Um, uh, just let my fist do the talking, and you, um, you know uh, that's how young Brock is. And I'm very proud of him for that. Like I yeah. said, um, good kid. You know, uh, you know, I've, when we played footy and stuff, I, you know, you you, you talk and I, I hear it in cricket all the time. But as far as I'm concerned, I'm um, when two men meet in the center of the ring, you'll have total respect for them. And uh, exactly. every, you know, I've got nothing personal to say about anybody that has the audacity and the courage to, to walk up those four or five stairs and touch gloves in the middle of the ring deserves uh, deserves my respect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well said. Well so, so when when you were at the way in, you you, you didn't uh, you didn't have any little niggly thing to try and get under their skin that you, you, you say, say there was. Uh, so well, I think the only thing that would have got under their skin was as soon as I weighed in, my mum made me some beautiful fresh ravioli and I ate it straight away. <laughs> couldn't couldn't wait couldn't wait to eat without to go to a restaurant or somewhere. So oh, nah, yeah. mate. Like I said, uh, me. Uh, me, I, it's all business for me. And like I said, in total respect for my opponent and everybody else that is involved in my sport. Did Did you always have your your parents and family uh, on the ringside with you? Well, towards uh, well, my the start of my career, my, my father passed away in um, in eighty eight when I won my third world title. So my father really never seen me lose a fight, which was um, nice. pretty yeah, um, gratifying for me. And I'm I'm happy that that happened that way because he was so proud of me. But um, yeah, and then my mum passed. But um, yeah, my family were there for for for, for the majority of everything I done. Oh, nice, nice. Well, Jeff, Fennig, once again, mate, it's been an absolute pleasure catching up. We're having a bit of a chat. And, um, you know, the, the skies are looking pretty bloody good for um, Brock Jarvis. And, and you're doing a fantastic job yourself, mate, training him up. Because when I look at Brock fight, I see a, uh, a very young Jeff Fennick in some of his moves there too. So um, it's obviously rubbing off on him. And, mate, it's great for Australian boxing. This kid is going to be a world champion. You can see it. Wow, wow, wow. It's quite obvious you've got a good eye. <laughs> yeah. You got that? You got that? Pedigree, no, and now look, of course, you know, we, um, I teach him a lot of things and hopefully he can, um, you know, uh, do some of the things they've done. But I, well, the one thing I learned as being a, as a trainer, as a teacher, is that, um, everybody's different. There's only one, there was only one Jeff Fennick. Exactly. There'll only be one Brock Jarvis. But listen, um, if we can put little bits of everybody in there and make him a better fighter and, uh, and the first thing is make him a, a great kid, then, um, it's, it's important. Yeah, exactly. I've got a, I've got a, we've got a, a big mentor by the name of Anthony Louise. Uh, oh, yeah. He's uh, he's been yeah he's uh, he's, he's he, he calls himself a Greek goddess goddess <laughs> he's a he's a male but he calls himself a goddess so I don't know why I think he might cross dress or something tonight so <laughs> but uh, he's he's done a great job with us so, so, so just be, just before you go Jeff I've got to ask you one thing. When we were at your place and uh, we were talking to Brock while you were up doing the uh, television interview. Oh, he, Ben Damon, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brock, Brock we asked him uh, if there are any uh, any girls on the side. And he said to us, he said, well, there is one. He said, but I've got to keep it secret. And we said, well, why is that? And he said, well, it's Jeff's daughter. <laughs> is well, up, there's, there's over there? four years now and they're still together, so hopefully, uh, uh, yeah, we'll just see what happens. But like I said, um, uh, he's, a, he's, a, he's a lovely kid. He's great for the sport of boxing. And, um, yeah, I think that um, 
with guys like you and, and your great podcast and letting people know about Brock and, and the, uh, the state of boxing. And I can't thank you guys enough for your help and support. No, nah, definitely, mate. And uh, when you. all this COVID stuff lifts, yeah, let's let's go and watch one of his fights. And yeah, we we um, we'll be punched to be there to watch yeah, that for yeah. sure. We'll be yeah. in his corner for sure. But that would be great. Looking forward to it. All right. Once again, thank you very much, Jeff Fenney. Yeah, thank Thanks, you, Jeff. Jeff. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. As you know, by that introduction, it's time to hand out the Jordan and Derek Awards. First week in 2021, season four. Crackers, go for it. What's your Jordan, champ? I'm going to give it to the Buffalo Bills. Ooh. Yeah, it's the first time since 1994 that like they've it. got a spot in the AFC Championship game. Yeah, and Whoa. how good is Alan Gowan's quarterback? Jeez, I thought you'd taken mine then, but you missed it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm guessing I know where you're going, but uh, you're close. You're pretty close. You're well, pretty you'll close. have to wait to find yeah. out. Yeah, but but how is the Bills going? Well, you know, oh, you, you know who did miss it, Lamar Jackson. Lamar, yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> he missed it big time. You're all over mine. <laughs> Both of you are really close. <laughs> no, I'll tell you what, like leading forward. <laughs> They've got uh, the Chiefs this week, and the uh, Chiefs have got the quarterback down with concussion. Well, if he doesn't play, I reckon the Chiefs are a big chance of missing. Well, they've got to stick to their protocols. Yeah. If you've got they, concussion, they, it's a week out. They can't, they can't get around the protocols. That's right. Yeah. So he'll be missing a week. Mm. Speaking about someone who should be missing a week, Unit, you know, what's your Jordan, mate? Wait, it's the first week. Am I already suspended yep. or what? You're on the yeah. bench. Jesus. <laughs> I'm doing all right already. <laughs> um, look, the... Exciting young Indian batsmen and that that have been playing with all heart and showing those and soul. Uh, what to do. They've they've lost their captain after the T twenties and the 50, 50 over matches. Yep, they've got about a dozen injuries in in that squad, and they're still sticking it and to them. I tell you what, they're sticking it to the Aussies in Australia. Yep. at the time. How sure, dare they? Sure, they may be whinging about their meals and their uh, having to be locked <laughs> up and uh, their hotel accommodation isn't that great. But uh, hmm. Hang on, is this tennis players or is this the Indians? Okay, we can go with all of them, yes. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, Tick no. that box. But, uh, yeah, so hats off to those uh, Indian players uh, showing so much courage at the moment and it's such a great um, a spirit and um, uplifting, I think. It's good the, to see for cricket. The world at the moment, yeah. you know, yeah. with what's happening and everything. You know, it's good to see those those blokes putting it in. So. Yep, they're definitely having a go. Now, speaking of someone that needs to have a go, over to you, Viper. What's your Jordan, <laughs> oh, mate? Okay, well, I'm, I'm going to go where you and Crackers both went very close. I'm going to go hey, to... That's, the, there's the, not, nothing happening. Yeah, nothing, happening nothing going on? No, no, okay, that's good to hear. <laughs> no, no, I'm going to go to the Buffalo Bills Mafia. Now that's okay. the, the what? what is that Buffalo's Bill Mafia? What is that? That's a, that. that's a term that's now been uh, applied to the fans. Oh. They're being called oh, the Buffalo right. Bills Mafia. Okay, right. is that like the cheese sticks. Yeah. Well, sort <laughs> is of that like, like the what well, cheese heads? Oh, sorry, cheese heads. Cheese that's heads. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Allowed to say cheese dicks. <laughs> anyway, no, they they did a very very uh, wonderful thing during the game where they were smacking uh, Lamar Jackson's Ravens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All over the paddock. Jackson got uh, knocked down and concussed and taken off. And as soon as he did, the Bills Mafia started donating to a charity that uh, Lamar Jackson had recently just donated to. 
and it is called the chapter of uh, the Louisville chapter uh, of blessings. Yeah, right. In, in a backpack. So what that's about, who would know? But uh, Lamar Jackson had just started donating to that chapter, and uh, once he got uh, once he got knocked out, the uh, or out of the game. The uh, mil- the mafia decided that they were going to donate to the chapter. So very good. What a, what a nice gesture. Yeah. That's no, nice. for sure. What about you, Captain? Have you got a Jordan? Well, have, have you got something better than that? Because oh, I have I no so. idea what the fuck that was. <laughs> 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 it's like a novel. There's too many chapters in that one, Viper. A magnanimous bunch of. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go the same sport. I'm going to go the NFL, and I'm going to go um, the Buccaneers. The Bucks. Yeah. The what? The Bucs. How can you not go past my ex-boy Tom Brady when he was at the Patriots? He was my boy. They're going bucking good, aren't they? Then We've you left me. You made me cry. And I like giving you shit about that. Exactly. But how good is he going? Like, seriously, yeah. since they lost to the Chiefs by mm. I was about three points or something, they've gone on a massive streak. I think they won five in a row before the playoffs. And Tom Brady just keeps doing what Tom Brady does in playoffs, win. Yeah. He does it very well. And they said before, um, no quarterback has been owned three times in one season. That's right. So, um, you know, that's that's been proven now because he did beat Breeze and hats off to Breeze too because he's been a champion too and he, he will go down in the Hall of Fame. Mm. But he uh, certainly went down in this game because oh, Brady right. owned him in this one, the one that counted. And he, he's, he's done. He's a shot duck. Yeah, I think he'll retire. Yeah. And, and hats, hats off to Sportsbet and all those uh, stupid people that were uh, betting on the Saints uh, to win that game <laughs> because uh, he won me some money and I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah we're, all on that. we're all on the Bucks there, weren't we? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but you know, you know what? If, if the Bucks go on and win Super Bowl this year, which I can't see how they can, but let's, Tampa let's, Bay and Tampa Bay. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. They got to get there, but let but let's say they do. Yep. Then I reckon if you're a a, a Patriots Brady fan, you should be out there buying a Bucks TB12 times way to put alongside your Patriots TB12. <laughs> yeah. Put them yep. in the same frame, and you'd yeah. have a very rare article. Be very nice if you could sign it too, the prick. Anyway, <laughs> let's get in the Derek Awards. Uh, crackers, what's your Derek? My Derek this week's going to Bernard Tomic's girlfriend, oh, Vanessa Sierra. Yes, no, no. You, you got so, me. So, just for those who are living under a rock, <laughs> where I was going, the um, the tennis players are all in quarantine for the Australian Open. Yep. And uh, Vanessa's biggest complaint about her quarantining is that she uh, doesn't wash her own hair, and it's really yeah, yeah, and well, she's she not allowed she to leave to get her hair done. And, and and the food turned up cold. Yeah. Oh. Well, like, it look, it I would complain good. about the food, but you wash your own fucking hair. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I wash my hair. Yeah. It's fucking ridiculous. Is this yeah. the chick that does soft porn? Yeah, well, I wouldn't know. Like I don't. I don't looks look at like porn. Yeah, she's Instagram. Um, she's an Instagram influencer. Well, there's no porn on Instagram. Got, she's got a soft porn site, so it's really uh, lingerie and uh, look out. So she still can't wash her own hair, but no. she can take her own picture. How many times do you wash your hair? I wash mine every second day. Looks Viper? sensational. How, much, how many times do you wash your hair? Well, That's the old well, VO5 well, working right there. Fifty-three of them, and Decorate. I wash them every day. Decorate. Decorate. I've got no hair, so you I'm, just, I'm sweet. Ass. You just stand under the rain 
Yeah, exactly. And, uh, yeah, and pound exactly. on the top of your head. Doesn't it feel good? Oh, it feels good. Yeah, oh, I get a massage. Especially when you're yeah, naked it's like, out it's there. It's like a massage, and, uh, yeah. I, I guess the biggest question is what the fuck is she doing burning Tommy? Who's he? <laughs> well, oh, come on. Well, okay, if, okay, yeah, you, I, you've hit the, no, the yeah. elephant in the room. Yeah. On Don't worry about the shower and shit. What the fuck is she doing with this dead shit? But I just think the best part about it is uh, Nick Kyrgios getting on the bandwagon. Oh, um, Nicky boy. Yeah, and, of course he And giving he us it. all his opinion and uh, he thinks she has no perspective. Really? Yes, yeah, which is rich. Mm, Isn't it funny? You know, pot, kettle, black. He's, yeah. try, he's trying to turn himself around, I yeah. think. Yeah. He is trying. Yeah. But the, the bad thing about that is he's he's throwing stones in yeah. and he's not even fucking playing. Yeah, I was about yeah. to say, he's he not playing. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't qualify he's not, or he's not playing. <laughs> no, yeah. he just ruled himself out. Yeah, he's yeah. not playing. And yeah. he's having pot shots at, yeah. you know, Djokovic, yeah. who's yeah. the world oh, number one. <laughs> but you know what? Hey, he's the world number one. You know, what are you? Nothing. So give it up. Get out, All right, get out there and let's. The funny thing too is, is that he's Australian. He probably has a couple of houses here. He wouldn't even need a quarantine if he was if he'd been here. True. Yeah, and he could have invited a lot of his mates to stay there. He could have had a tennis court. That could I was going to say he's got a tennis court in the backyard. Yeah. yeah, he could have had one up on everybody. Yeah, no, that's for sure. All right, unit. Let's get into you, mate. What's your Derek for the week? Uh, my, my Derek is the old Willy Wony. You know, is he staying? Is he going? Is he coming? Is he what? what the oh, is sheriff? He fucking Cameron Smith. Yeah, sheriff. So sheriff will be back uh, in, in the coming weeks. No. no um, Okay, fans. Just a heads up, Sheriff. We'll, we'll be getting uh, him to come in on the. He'll be. Yeah, he'll be here soon. He's he'll just be on at our, a bit of be, personal leave. But, he's in uh, quarantine. He'll uh, be at Super Bowl day. Yeah, we'll, we'll be uh, getting the old Sheriff back. But uh, no, look, my my Willy Wony, uh, James Harden. Oh, oh yeah! I thought you were going Cam Smith. I thought he did. No, no Willie Wony, Willie fine, finally. Uh, he did. It happened. The, pre- the pressure got too much for everyone, mm. and um, it got relieved. Basically, um, hardened to the nets. I reckon he and, would have um, as well after that deal. One of the biggest uh, trade deals in bloody US sports of, ever. All, of all History. time in any sport. And, yeah. um, this is amazing. Um, so. <laughs> Yeah, what do you say? You mm. know, you've got a bloke that's finally gone. He he's, he's didn't want to turn up to play. He didn't want to turn up to train. He was out partying with his stripper mates and uh, <laughs> rapper, sorry, ma- rapper mates, rapper mates, yeah, uh, at, a strip at, at the strip yeah. joint and uh, allegedly strip allegedly. joint, alleged. But um, you know, it finally came to a head, and uh, the the Houston basically had to. He forced he forced Houston. He knew what he was doing. You know, he knew what he's he was not doing. stupid and. You know, you know who his uh, his manager is. His mother, really? Yes. Wow, so, uh, she must be proud. Yeah. So um, let's go throw good. those bills what? at the pole, baby. Maybe he told her it was soft porn, not a strip club. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can you please extra- explain soft porn to us? No, you strappers? need to explain it to me. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, uh, speaking about that, let's go on to you, Viper. What is your Derek for the week? Oh, crackers grab mine, so... <laughs> really? <Yeah. laughs> Speaking of, <laughs> of soft porn... We're talking soft porn, are we? So, oh, sorry. I'm sorry, Mrs. Crackers? I must have missed that. No, no, no. Well, I'm, I'm going to go... Well, well I'm going to go with Bernard Tomic. Yeah, hello. For, be, for being such a soft cock... That, bringing his girlfriend. That he brings his... He, nobody wants to listen to him anymore. So she brings him... So he, so he cranks up his idiot girlfriend to come online telling us how she doesn't want to wash her hair. Yeah, like... So, Bernard, 
you got my Derek first Derek for the year because you are a soft cock. You need to get a mouthpiece, mate. Yeah. Oh, he's got one. It's her. Yeah. <laughs> or, or, or I suppose if you wanted to add something to it, we could go with the other dickhead, Kyrgios, that you know wants to fire bullets at everybody but doesn't want to play. He doesn't want to fire any fucking tennis balls over yeah, there, yeah, that's he, for sure. Yeah, he never lets his racket do the talking, does he? It's all, always his oh, mouth. Well. All right, but well, before uh, Viper keeps on stealing crackers, uh, Derek's and Jordan's, uh, we're going to go to the next soft cock. Uh, Captain, <laughs> yeah. what have you got for uh, your Derek for the year, for the week? <laughs> yeah, look... <sighs> I've got to go to Lamar Jackson. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I've got oh, to go there. Wasn't he? Just, he was terrible. He was shit. He was and terrible. he was lucky he got a bit concussed because mm. the first half was... They pounded It him. looked like he was concussed. Mm. He, he got sacked that many times. He kept trying to run the ball. And you, know, you and I were watching this game. We kept saying to each other, look what happens when he quickly passes. Like He, he quickly throws it off. He's all they over got the yards. place. Yeah. But he didn't do it. He just... Mm. Now and then would throw it, get yards, but he kept trying to run himself, get sacked. He had nothing. And this is a guy mm. who was the MVP last year. Last year, that's right. He's far from that. If that's the MVP standard, that's shit. Whoever's right. judging that, get your fucking head screwed on because he was poo. I oh, know. Rogers no, 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 no. will be the MVP. Oh, Rogers will this year, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And that's a, that's if a not real. Not Mahomes, but that's a Rogers real quarterback. Yeah. Lamar yeah. Jackson was, was the MVP last season because he was a new, fresh face. Yeah. And it was showing that something that no other quarterback had done in a long time run the ball. Mm, run yeah. the ball. And yeah. Yeah. But they caught on to him. Yeah. The league worked it out. They've got people called defensive coaches that watch thousands and thousands of hours of video. They just run at Lamar because he's going to run. Just stop him him running and make him throw. Yeah. That'll fuck him every time. Oh, it certainly did. You know know what the interesting thing about that whole scenario is? With Lamar, you've got a a quarterback who is supposedly going to be the Ravens franchise quarterback. And when he comes off his rookie contract, he potentially could be earning $40, $50 million a year if he's the gun that they thought he was. Yep. But why would any club or franchise, why would they pay a quarterback 40 or $50 million a year to be the top running back on the team? So, champions, as Captain mentioned earlier in the intro, the armchair champions are going to be down at O'Donoghue's in Emu Plains on Super Bowl Day. And we're giving away... I love that pub. It's the best, isn't it? Mm. You're you're a frequent. Yeah, I love that pub. The food's the best. (laughs) It's local. Yeah. (laughs) They know you by your first name. Everybody does. Shh. Don't give too many secrets away. Anyway, we are giving away a few tickets for free entry to join us on the day all you need to do is send us a private message on instagram or facebook naming who was the greek god that jeff fennick mentioned in our interview today um come along o'donohue's has uh given us the sports bar there will be plenty of giveaways on the day uh o'donohue's are giving away a uh patrick mahomes jersey Captain's hoping that he'll take it home, but it's up to you guys to take that from him. <laughs> Viper's organised an NFL trivia for halftime. Panel will come around and interview all the guests there to uh, determine who your favourite pick is to win, what the scoreline will be. Uh, plus, we might be uh, getting some special guests on the day. Yeah, we might have That's some Penny exciting. Panthers walking in the room. So, so um, that, that would be yeah, good. For that'd be good. 
Um, so, guys, uh, there, there will be a few conditions on the day, but uh, the day will be a fun and uh, exciting day for us all. So we hope to see you down there. Now, champions, there's a lot of sport coming up this week, and uh, sponsored by Chris Dibby Bay Photography. Um, you know what? The NFL, the playoffs are looking bloody good. Viper, your cheese heads are right in the mix, and they're looking sensational. We mentioned before they're coming up against Brady, the Buccaneers, who looked awesome against the Saints. A lot of people thought, you know, the Saints would go further on. Hmm. Your mob, red hot. Yeah, I think what, what we're looking at is a Buccaneers team that's been rebuilt to win a championship now. Yeah, true. And they've done a great job, you know, like they really have. From where they were to where they are this season, sensational job. And they're basically two games away from winning Super Bowl. Yep. The unfortunate part for them is while they might have a six-ring old codger running the show, <laughs> we've got this year's MVP... And potentially, oh, he, there's He'll no, get it. There's yeah. no one. There's no <laughs> yeah. one. No one, no one near him. Close, nah. Well, uh, Mahomes is near him, but with, I think Rogers gets it. Yeah, with with a defence that's getting better every game. You know, like nobody, not many people realised in the game that the Packers just won. A Rod did not get touched by anyone. A Rams, yep. a Rams attacker. Donald tried. Donald, he went hard. You, you, you he got, was injured too. You had the number one best defensive team in the NFL. Yeah. Versus the number one offensive. Offensive. Team. Yeah. And they couldn't put a hand on him. So. But, but I, you, I, I, I watched I, that I can't game. See it. I watched that game, and just the composure of Rogers. Yeah. It's it's. He, he was precise. Yep. He ran the show. He nothing was worrying him. He, he didn't get you know, flustered. He didn't did get he? flustered. Yeah. He was just so methodical. He just, you know, he was going methodical. You know, yeah. Wow, that's a big you word. Did him as he as he came on. You just go. Yep. He, he's going he, to win this game. He had it under control. Yeah. He just knew. He knew. He knew what he had to do, and then he went out and did it. Exactly. And, sure did. And and it's. I think what what you're seeing now is a guy that's he's at the top of his game. And he's got a great supporting cast all around him. Yeah, with with a, a top shelf young coach who's proved himself last year, found his feet, and then this year they're just they're really going. So we've got two games left. Yeah, we've got the Chiefs up against um, you know the Bills. Mm. Bills, and as we mentioned before, it all depends if Mahomes play, uh, plays or not because um, his head's all over the place at the moment. So, so what? what, what Viper, I'll ask you, um, mm. concussion rule. Um, obviously, Mahomes goes out in that last quarter. Yep. Off with a concussion, spends the whole quarter. Yeah. Does he play this week? Well, he's got to go through all the protocols, and, and I don't know specifically what they are, but I would think if he's 80-20 and he's only 20 to play, I reckon he'll play. They'll find a way. They'll find a way to get Can him on pass? because Roger Goodall, who runs the, uh, the whole shebang, he is like uh, he would be looking at Mahomes and saying, "We need that draw card on the field, Super Bowl day, yeah, you know, or, or divisional final day, whichever or both." And if there's any possibility that Mahomes can play, I reckon I'll put my frizzies on the line and say, 
he's playing. Yeah, I reckon he'll be there. Yeah. And and there'll be a, a lazy million dollar check on a charity of someone's choice. Yeah, yeah, just to get him on the field. We'll get him. They'll get him out there. And unless unless he's still tripping over his feet, <laughs> yeah, like he'll be out there. I reckon. But, but can I just say, um, in that game, uh, Chiefs and Browns, um, Mayfield and the Browns. Jeez, I tell you what, they they were a little bit hard down by because there was mm-hmm. a touchdown in that first quarter, yeah, which that, I think was a touchdown. That Rashard Higgins and, one, yeah, um, yeah, it went close. Yeah, it know, was pretty close. Yeah, I, I would have called that, but um, well, it, that, that that could have been the game, uh, but being only what five points down, so mm. in the end. But um, isn't it good to see the Browns yeah. go so far? Yeah, oh, yeah. So they, they're doing good things, and hopefully next year, that's a Mayfield stays bloody yep. fit. Massive yeah, step Because that up was a him. big stepping stone this year. He yep. stayed fit. Yeah, well, they've gone from an 0-16 team to where they were this year. Yeah, yeah like, that's huge. That's a massive that's a great, So there'll be one thing turnaround. for sure. That coach won't be fine, like everyone else. Oh, no, no. <laughs> he's fine. He, he's fine for a little while. He'll be there. And we've already had a coach sack in, don't we? Um, yes. In the well, league already. Um, well, the interesting one, I reckon. A few others, too. Yeah. Offensive, defensive oh, coaches. They're coach, all moving. Coaches moving everywhere. But the interesting one, I reckon, could be the Texans quarterback, Deshaun Watson. He's not happy. And he's apparently going to the Patriots. Oh, everyone's going to the Patriots now. Yeah. 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 Well, I'll tell you not. Do anything. Well, and Brady's gone, and so there's a, probably a, a, a truckload mm. of spare money. Well, I'm telling you now, me being a Patriots fan, I don't want to see Cam Newton the next year. Yeah, hi. Yeah. Um, yeah, save your best game for last. What well on, champ? Okay, we get it. Up and down year, but mate, mm. you just don't fit that culture. He hasn't, he hasn't got it. No, he's done. So I think they'll be looking for someone that's young enough to give him a few years, mm. a little bit of direction. Oh yeah, Watkins could do that. He, he's well, he's only just signed a massive extension to his contract last year. You know, like so, it. It must be going to cost a Watch bomb. money in the NFL. Yeah, it's just going to cost a bomb for him to move, but he's not happy where he is right no. now. Another big thing is the UFC coming up. There's a massive fight card on this weekend. UFC with, 257. Uh, yeah. Um, We've got Poirier up against McGregor. Number two. Oh, number two. McGregor's back. McGregor's mm. back after, mm. uh, one year after he defeated uh, Cowboy. Yeah, um, looking both ripped. seconds, so... Um, you know, it's going to be an interesting uh, fight. Um, if people don't understand, uh, the first fight was uh, against Pornier was basically for the championship belt. They both were interim champions champions at that stage. Yeah, pretty early on. Um, yeah. And they fought together to to um, confirm the belt. And McGregor, McGregor got, got up. Yep. That was his first championship belt. Well, Poirier's come out since saying, I learned a lot. I wasn't the same fighter I was back then. And he's had some decent fights over the last year as well, um, whereas McGregor has only fought that once. Yep. So who wins this time, boys? Jeez, oh, I'll tell you what. You, Mate, you, all the money's going to go to McGregor. Uh, McGregor. Yeah, mm-hmm. has to. Like, he, he's just one of those guys who turns up on game day. Mm. Mm. Against Khabib, maybe not. Mm. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, uh, besides that, yeah. he knows how to turn it on. And it's very interesting. Khabib was shown in a video with Dana White going into their room for a meeting. So I've got no doubt it's, okay, we're going to get one more fight. Khabib will be like anyone but fucking McGregor. I, mm. I can't see him fighting McGregor because he doesn't just want to fight him. He hates bad, him. Such yeah. the bad blood between him. And for Khabib, he is such but, the, the gentleman fighter. Okay, but mm-hmm. Khabib, you beat... Poirier, you beat Gaethje. Who's next? It's got to be McGregor again. McGregor. If McGregor wins, wins. this fight against Poirier, yeah. he's got to fight McGregor. 
Well, th- th- this is the issue then. Does then McGregor come back and fight uh, Volkanovski? Because Volkanovski holds McGregor's other belt too. So, He's past that weight. You know, um, look, it is. It, he went down a weight to fight that uh, welterweight. Well, let's man. bring the triple C back. Yeah. <laughs> but, but look, that, that's what I mean. Yeah. Like this, this does open an opportunity for uh, Volkanovski, the, the Aussie fighter. So, um, you know. Lots of good things happening in UFC. And um, speaking of good things, the NBL tipped off. The NBL tipped off over the week. Yeah. Um, it was a... Uh, the Kinkies? How yeah. they go, mate? Your Kinkies? Mate, my Kinkies, they did... They did only narrowly lost to uh, Townsville. Uh, oh, sorry, Cairns. Cairns, 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 Cairns got them. Yeah. Um, they only narrowly uh, eighty four, eighty six uh, over Mate. the weekend. But uh, look, we're looking good. Um, it's been a big shake up there for the Kings. New uh, coach mm. Bogut, mm. Bogut and uh, having a new King uh, Kings coach. Um, but uh, they 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 were missing a few players. Um, Cooks is Xavier Cooks is out with an injury at the moment as well. So, but. Regardless of that, uh, NBL's back. Adelaide's looking, you know, Adelaide didn't play too well, but uh, Melbourne are still, uh, red hot favorites. I, I think they're going to be red-hot favourites, yep. um, along with Perth. Okay, and the NBA, mate, it's, uh, big games up in there too, quickly, with, um, you know, my team, the Golden State Warriors, killing everyone, besides themselves. Yeah, besides like, <laughs> Lakers. Lakers, yeah. Uh, yeah, look, uh, basketball started off. Um, Giannis finally agreed uh, to that um, max, extension. max contract yeah. extension. Why well, wouldn't you? Yeah. He, he waited to like, the 12th hour to sign on that, but uh, he said he was. He, he's. this is his town, uh, Milwaukee, so Bucks are... Uh, Got him for the next five years. Um, the other one, obviously mentioned earlier, was the Harden incident. Um, you know, so that, that's done and dusted now. So he is a uh, Nets player now. And um, yeah, Irving hasn't been playing lately, and I think maybe something to do with that is the fact that there was a lot of talk about Harden coming in. It's upset him. He's gone AWOL apparently, and look what they've done now. They brought Harden in. And said, all right, we'll see you later. See you, Irving. Well, um, he he missed pretty well three quarters of the season last year. Um, he's now lost. He's now missed the last seven games uh, for the Nets. Yep. Um, look, maybe Durant just said, "Fuck that! I need what, someone there for me." Whether whether it's Kyrie that uh, he did leave Cavs because he wanted to be the man on the team, not not the backup star to look like as he was to LeBron, um, but. Look, it's 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 a hard one. Um, it's a hard one. Kyrie's there. Kyrie's there. He will play. He's contracted. He will play there. Um, Harden's now joined. We just go to a strip joint. He'll be out. He's he's um, got the uh, first game that he played. He he picks up a big thirty point triple double. Harden um, doing nothing in the first quarter. And um, and Kevin Durant ended up getting forty two points that game as Jesus. well. Jesus! So it was a big double. Um, Curry or Dubs Nation? Uh, yep. Curry is is doing Curry stuff now. Um, you know, he what sixty four points, uh, yeah. career high wow. um, the Huge. other day, and uh, he's doing everything he can for that team. Um, which you expect your superstar who you're paying millions and millions of dollars to to be doing. Yep. Um, the other, the other one which caught my eye right at the start of the season was the 76ers. They they looked very good. Uh, I think they won the first. I think they were 9-1 and one at, or 8-1 yeah. and one at There's something stage. going wrong there. The, and, there's something um, going wrong. The fact that Simmons ain't foreign like he used to. Yeah. And they tried to offload him in that bloody yeah, deal with Harden. And I, I think that's hurt Simmons. For sure. He, he goes, well, I thought I was the man. Hang on. What, what could hurt you worse? 
that or date a Kardashian. All right, champions, now it's time to wrap it up. Once again, thank you very much to Jeff Fennick for coming on, having a chat with us today. Unfortunately, Brock couldn't make it, but, um, mate, he'll be on soon. Promising young kid, that one. Um, please do your house duties and follow us on all social media platforms, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. You can hear this great podcast on Spotify, iTunes, or at our website, www.armchairchampions.com.au. Until next week, champions, please keep your balls between the lines. Hooroo. Bye. Bye, everyone. Champions.